coming up in this week's episode. It, like if they filled them with mini eggs, yes. then I'd be happy. <laughs> like if they smashed up mini eggs and made the egg out of that. Cadbury should yeah. hire us. Like. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Student Show, the podcast for students by students. I'm your host Holly and today we're going to chat all about Easter. In this episode, I'm joined by Lauren Lappin, I rep for the School of Computing and a final year computing science student. Lauren, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself? Hey, it's Jane. I am doing computing science. I'm final year at the minute, sort of struggling through that a wee bit. Um, I also work for the uni as well. I work in the faculty operations office for our faculty. I started my mm-hmm. placement there and I've been um, working part-time for them since. Uh, I'm bit of a nerd and into gaming and all that sort of thing kind of what got me into computers in the first place and with lockdown I've got really quite into exercise and stuff. Belfast bikes are, are my new favourite hobby. I've just recently oh. discovered them and mind blowing. <laughs> I've never been in one of them before but I've always seen them even you see them like in different like cities like London and all have them and I just haven't been on any of them but I would love to and also the they have wee scooters I think where was that I was and they had like the little electric scooters that you just go along and you like go on the app and just scan them and you can literally just pay and take them around the city and all I think that's so cool. I a lot of Europe's doing that. They they are mm-hmm. brilliant. I only started going on the bikes there recently because it's really cheap and it's just handy to get about and I'm in mm-hmm. love with them now. <laughs> Do you have to leave them off at a certain place or it's just wherever? Just any of the racks anywhere, which ah. is super handy. <laughs> that is so handy. So let's get to know you a bit better by playing the two trust one lie game. So if you have yours there, go ahead and read them out. Yeah, so I once went to an employability event where me and my friend were the only two to attend that day and were very outmatched by lecturers and staff. (laughs) I have never slept in for a lecture, ever. And I once ordered a pizza to Jordanstown, like we ordered Domino's to Jordanstown Library. Oh. Oh, right, okay. I only think about this one. This is difficult. The first one, no. I think the first one's true. The second one... I think it's the third one that's a lie. Third one? No, second one. <laughs> oh. I, I am a bit of a... I have to set like 60 alarms in the morning. I'm one of them people. Oh, do you? You're I'm never like too late, but always a wee bit late. <laughs> Oh, I'm the same. I've got like a hundred. Like my mum and dad say, they just hear my alarms going off in the morning. It's like, could you turn them off if you're not going to get up? It's like, well, I need them to start two hours before I get up. So I know it's coming. Yeah, you have to prepare yourself for the getting I up part. Pre- yeah, I just can't do one alarm and that's it. I'm not ready for that. Before we get into this week's topic, this week's student good news story. So for those who haven't heard, the student movement within Northern Ireland came together and released a mental health action plan at the beginning of this month. It demands better outcomes for students and their mental health. The plan was created as often students are left behind in government publications about mental health. The full mental health action plan can be found on Ulster University Students Union website. So that's this week's good news story. So today it is all about Easter. So we're going to start talking about the most obvious thing when you think of Easter, Easter eggs. What's your go-to Easter egg, Lauren? Definitely mini eggs. I, I oh, 100%. The mini eggs ones, they're amazing. I could eat I'm so glad hundreds you said that. of them. 
Yeah, a mini eggs. But they never give you enough in the packet that comes with the egg. That's why when I've recently discovered the tin. Have you seen the tin yet? They do tins of them. <laughs> yes, a tin. And you get ten mini packs of the mini eggs in it. So you can kind of, um, what would you say, you know, pace yourself. Because <laughs> you know every single time you have to open another own packet, so you're like, oh my goodness. And you only get like six in a bag, but at least it stops you eating the whole packet. But they're way better than having the egg because what disappoints me is the egg doesn't have mini egg chocolate inside it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, like if they filled them with mini yes. eggs, then I'd be happy. <laughs> like if they smashed up mini eggs and made the egg out of that and they put mini eggs inside the egg, be I would genius. be interested. Cadbury should yeah. hire us like we're onto something. They, they really should. <laughs> I know, but everyone else was sort of saying Galaxy Easter egg when we asked on Instagram. We've got Kinder, we've got Kit Kat. I didn't even know there was a Kit Kat one. I don't think I've ever I seen if it. I wonder if it's like Kit Kat. That would be cool if the actual egg was Kit Kat, wouldn't it? I have a taste of that, yeah. Yeah, but I always find Easter eggs. Like, how, how, do, you eat, how do you eat an Easter egg? You have to smash it up. Yeah. Like, you have to, like, don't you? head it off a table or something, and then you have wee yeah. bits and... We always, like, crack up our heads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I'm sure there's no one out there. Surely you don't just, like... You know you can kind of cut it in half sometimes, or it splits in half. Surely no one actually just bites into it, like a chocolate bar. Sure that's not a thing. You'd have to have a very wide mouth. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? And it's, it's just a wee bit awkward. But I feel... Yeah. And even my mum said the other day, when thinking about Easter eggs... They're sitting in the shop since Christmas. Like, how are they even, like, still nice? Do you know what I mean? Because they're only wrapped in tinfoil. See, I find they're really, really good for making, like, Rice crispy, you know, wee buns. Mm-hmm. You just melt them up. They're perfect for that. That's I know, what I, I use. That was the first time I've actually heard people actually do that and, like, make them into, like, buns and stuff. I didn't know that was a thing because I just always leave them, like, sitting on the shelf or, like, in the fridge. And then I just throw them out because I don't eat it. Oh, I literally waste it but I really should do that we always it was as soon as you'd load Easter eggs you'd melt them all down and rice crispy buns first thing oh my goodness do you just rice crispy buns you don't do anything else with them you don't make like I suppose you can't really make anything else with them can you wouldn't be the best Cake. baker or anything myself like so <laughs> rice crispy ones were nice and easy and we quick, don't experiment just, too much you know just keep it simple That's... That is my go-to thing when I'm baking, but it's Rice crispy buns. And even then, sometimes I manage to burn the chocolate, so... I've done that a few times. <laughs> well, actually, uh, we have actually a fact here about the world's largest Easter eggs. And I couldn't believe this when I heard it, but... The world's largest Easter egg record is in Tosca in Italy, and it weighs 7,200 kilograms. Jeez. And it had 19.6 meter circumference what would you even do with that amount of chocolate that's what i'm thinking because italy is italy not warmish like most of the year anyway even in winter they're still not kind of warm how does it not melt (laughs) yeah you would but it'd be a huge puddle wouldn't it like how do they keep that from melting they must have a huge like fridge or something just walking around it with wee fans just (laughs) constantly (laughs) And what's even crazier is I have an Easter bunny one here that says it's Easter bunny. 
where is it? Oh yeah, the Easter Bunny. There's a chocolate one of them in Brazil, and it's the world's largest. What well, I say, it's like gone now, but one year they did it, and it was three thousand eight hundred and fifty kilograms. I can't even imagine so, what that would look like, like to see that in front of you. Just that oh, much. I have a photo of it. I need to get you the photo of it. We see this. <laughs> it is creepy. It is really creepy. Like this, it's not a cute looking bunny rabbit. I'd say not a giant chocolate rabbit towering over you. <laughs> oh wow! Isn't he creepy? <laughs> like when you Very... thought of a cute, yeah, when you thought of a cute Easter bunny, a chocolate one, you thought of. Kind of like a larger size one of the lint one. Not him. Yeah, no. No. Not <laughs> quite. He, he looks like something out of like a horror movie or something. Aye, that's a night terror waiting to happen. Like. <laughs> 100%. What about Easter Sunday dinner? Do you have... What Do you have Easter Sunday dinner? Like, Is that a thing that you would go out for or do you make one at home? No, my, gr- my granny would be the big cook in our oh, house yeah. and she'd do like a big roast beef dinner and your Yorkshire puddings and oh. the whole shebang mm-hmm. 100% it's like roast beef or turkey and ham sometimes we have because well not turkey and ham just turkey because we have it like leftover from Christmas because we had so much of it so we freeze it and I always Aye. look forward to it at Easter time because I feel like it's not as hyped up as Christmas dinner I think not quite. Easter Sunday dinner it's just sometimes just as nice I Christmas has it's just always more everyone panics for it and all whereas Easter's a wee bit more relaxed and mm-hmm. although I like that though I prefer yeah a oh, bit so of a chilly like you don't have many ex- you don't have high expectations for it like it has to be perfect but it's always like like nicer I just it works out because you're not so panicked mm-hmm. I think oh 100% well speaking of Easter let's chat about what we got up to around Easter when we were kids um, I know one thing I definitely did was always paint and boiled eggs and I don't even know why that's a thing. <laughs> I actually, because me and um, I was chatting about this with someone the other day and mm-hmm. it's to do with like the old pagan religions and like oh, right, uh, okay. the goddess of fertility and stuff was the one celebrated in the oh. spring equinox. So that's where the eggs oh. came from because we could never figure out, you know, why a rabbit and eggs were... They seem like an odd combination any other time of year, but Easter suddenly is. So it's to do with the for like fertility and growth that sort of thing. Uh, Don't know where they got painting them, but it's always a wee bit more fun to add a bit of paint to everything, jazz it up. It was it was a bit more creative, I suppose, for the kids' sake. They kind of must. Could you imagine like back in the day, in caves? Like making like <laughs> stuff to paint these eggs out on a roll tunnel. <laughs> I bet you in the future kids are literally just gonna like print off stickers or something and put it on them. We three D no, printed eggs at the paint. Honestly, you know? well, like we boiled like the eggs for you to paint them, and I think it was our last year doing it. So like we weren't really that bothered about doing it, and I left mine just sitting like on the windowsill for like four days. I decided that I would go and try and roll this egg down a hill and like smash it. And do you know how hard it is to smash a boiled egg when it's been sitting for like four days? I can't say I've tried. <laughs> it's really difficult. I like bounced this egg of concrete and everything and I could not get it to actually like crack just as easy as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've never tried to. <laughs> 
Did you have an Easter egg um, hunt like around your house or like at your school ever when you were little? Uh, I never really done it, but um, I have a wee brother and sister who are quite a bit younger than me. So mm. I remember like we hid eggs out for them in the backyard. And this was only in a wee teeny tiny backyard, but it was fun mm-hmm. to sit and watch them proper crawling about. And we'd only hid them like behind a wee shovel or you know they were very easy mm-hmm. places but they were quite young at the time so they got all hyped as soon as they found oh, one and it was quite them. it was pretty cute I know I remember because there's like five years between between me and my sister so it's always fine that like when I was sort of like growing out of things like she was still really excited about them and easter egg hunts is always something that like she just loved doing but she didn't read the clues as easily as I could read the clues to find them almost because like my mum would write out clues for us yeah and um she didn't really like she just couldn't like work them out as quick as I would have and then I would have had like a hugged all these easter eggs <laughs> <laughs> she would have had like two in her basket and I would have had like ten and um it was always such an argument because <laughs> she was so given that I could find them but I mean, to be fair, I should have just been the better, bigger sister and just let her find them, but sometimes I just wanted to We competitive things always good too. It was. (laughs) It really was. When we asked on Instagram what people do, what people got up to for Easter as a child, a lot of people were just saying, like, Easter egg hunts seems to be the most common one. And actually another thing we mentioned was the Easter egg cups. Do you have any of them? Cups? No. Yeah, like the cups, like the cream egg cups and all, like the mugs. Oh, yeah, I've seen it, like one of my housemates has one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever had one myself. No, I don't think I have. I do have the, like, like an egg cup. I've had a few of them. Have you, like, seen any of them? Like, as a kid, we would have got them, like, with an Easter egg. And they came and they had like, an egg cup. It was so weird. Oh, so you could like paint them and all properly, probably? Or... Yeah, must have been. Um, but when we actually asked on Instagram, you know, who still has them, 58% of people said no, but there was 42% who did say they do have them. I feel like them cups would just get like thrown out or something. Like, surely the goodness you wouldn't keep them because they don't even do them anymore, do they? And like Easter eggs anymore. I haven't seen any in a good while. No. Like, like at least. 10 years, 5 years maybe. So I think it's just it, one of them things someone someone will always keep one of. It's like a Sports Direct mug. Just mm-hmm. someone always has one, just in oh, case. Yeah. <laughs> well, in case they want to like, cause a flood and like, they're like, <laughs> town with that thing uh, falling over. Um, actually, France It's another fact. We have loads of facts in this episode, but some of these like things like, blow my mind that people actually get up to this on like around Easter. So France, every Easter Monday, they crack 4,500 eggs into a pan to make an omelette for like the community. Must need a very, very, very big pan. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I think I've seen an image and it was sort of like, it looked like a, a table, like a round table almost sort of thing. And I presume it's heated and they crack all them eggs in it. But like, where did they get all the eggs from? Poor chickens. Like, if you were a chicken in France around March, you'd be heading for the hills. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the chicken in France around Easter is like the hospitality at Christmas here. Like it's that sort of idea, like a hospitality worker at Christmas time. I just panic. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like the same but with her chickens because um, like how did they even count 4,500 like, I don't know about you but I can barely crack an egg so that would take you're a bound long to get time. a few shells in there like oh 100% that's what I'm thinking and could you imagine you crack one egg and it's not a good egg oh that wouldn't be good mm. too like, how do you check mixture? all the, them eggs like I know do you think they pour all the eggs into a big blender and then they blend them to like mix them up and then they pour them in like the night before or something they're bound to have a whole production team sitting just mm-hmm. checking all these wee eggs <laughs> it's like this <laughs> workshop yeah. all these french people just sitting cracking eggs the night before <laughs> Um, so for the last bit of the podcast we thought we'd read out some Easter superstitions, traditions and some conspiracy theories to see if we believe them and like share what we think. Um, so I've got a few here for the Good Friday superstitions. Uh, so the first one is that haircuts on Good Friday prevent headaches and toothaches. What do you think? Yay or no? I've certainly never tried it but you know, be worth it. Well, you won't be getting one this year anyway. Yeah, so. maybe not this year, but <laughs> put it in the diary for next year, maybe. Yeah, but... I'll make a note of that one just. To... How did they even link? I would. Did... You wonder where someone gets these sort of. Yeah, ideas I can really from... see the headache because it's like hair on your head. Like I kind of get that idea, but tooth, like what's it got to do with your teeth? Get someone excited and go eat as many Easter eggs as they want, not have to worry about toothpicks. Hi, you get a wee haircut and then you're fine. Eat all your <laughs> Easter eggs at once. Literally. Another one is if you're born on Good Friday, you have healing abilities. That could be quite useful. It would be useful. But I don't understand how that. Like, surely if there was. Like, every year there's a good amount of people born on Good Friday. So, surely to goodness we would hear about a lot more people who have these healing abilities if it was true yeah you definitely like you'd notice that (laughs) oh 100% or do you think they're all just keeping it secret like they all actually have healing abilities and if we there's another conspiracy that could be be a good business idea but (laughs) like that's just like a talent you don't even need to like you don't even practice that that just works yeah uh but then I feel like it's Northern Ireland and I feel like that sort of business isn't going to take off. You know what I mean? Like, we're stingy folk over here. We're not going to believe <laughs> someone's going to hang you for a couple of quid. Like, we're not going to do that. So maybe if you're in America or something, your business would thrive. So if you're born on Good Friday and you're listening, maybe move to America. Try it business. out. Yeah. yeah. Give us a shout if it works out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll share your success. Um, and the last one for the Good Friday superstitions is that the cake, any cake or anything that's baked on Good Friday does not go mouldy. Surely it's bound to at some stage, like if I it's know, sitting out is, long enough. <laughs> that's another one. I'm just like, well, how on earth has RJ Kernel haven't jumped on this shit? Like if they knew they would not go mouldy, they'd bake you- everything. You just wait till Good Friday every year and bake yeah. a, a year's worth. The whole of, year's worth. Yeah. yeah. Just keep it going, that'll be. You could just buy like an extra large like loaf and just like <laughs> keep it the whole year. I sorted. Buy all your bread for the year, all your cakes, everything. I know. 
pancakes a whole lot. No need to worry. Um, so we've also got some uh, traditions that happen around the world on Good Friday. And one of them is that in Ukraine and Poland, people throw water over each other on Easter Monday. Like, what? Big old what? water fight, just. <laughs> I'm sort of thinking along the lines of, you know why people have got, like, the spring clean going on. Like, maybe it's like a cleansing thing. I like a fresh clean everybody around you, too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Everyone we borrowed off, like, fucking <laughs> 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 four. Don't need to waste more in this country. Oh, dear. <laughs> Surely it'd be um, wild cold, too. I know, but it's... Yeah, Ukraine and Poland. They're not really renowned for being hot, are they? Aye, and in March, like, you'd be a wee yeah. bit nippy outside. <laughs> you would. You would, wouldn't you? <laughs> and you couldn't put clothes on, like... I mean, you, I mean obviously, we're going to put clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> but you couldn't put, like, a like a coat and all on. You would just get... Like, it would soak through. It'd be uncomfortable. So, I want to see how that goes. Like, how that happens. Like, do you just... Like, could you imagine running some errands on, like, good... What was it? Good... On Easter Monday. Like, just, you know, wait to your local shop and some Egypt comes around the corner with a bucket of water. <laughs> Are you in a way for, on the way to an interview or something and someone oh, soaks you, you'd be fuming? You would, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't do things over here in this country. I'd be way too cold to do it here. Like I know, oh, 100%. You couldn't be at that. Everybody would be getting the flu every five minutes. It'd be terrible. <laughs> Uh, also, Norway. Apparently, Easter time in Norway is prime, like, crime viewing, like, time of the year. So, they have, like, crime TV shows and novels, and on the back of milk cartons, they have, like, short crime stories and all. So, it's that's pretty weird. interesting, but why March? Like, why Easter? I know. I know, it's a bit like, you almost wonder what their Halloween looks like. If that's what they do at Easter time, what does Norway get up to at Halloween? They must get pretty hardcore at Halloween. Oh, they must. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, 100%. If they're doing that at Easter time, like, I wonder what the the stories are probably not even that long, but, like, I wonder what they're like. It'd be very interesting to have it on your milk cartons and all, though. Do you know in the morning Um, you're eating your cereal, having something decent to read on your milk? mm -hmm. Perfect. I mean, we thought we were good with the... Like jokes in the back of penguin bars, but Norway's taking it to a whole new level. <laughs> Aye, they know they've what got crime. <laughs> yeah, they've got short novels in the back of a milk cart. Like, come on. <laughs> when you drop our game a wee bit. Could you imagine? It might be like the. You know, when you were a kid and you went to McDonald's and you got like a toy, and like, say you've already got that toy. Like, my sister was wild for this. She would have been like, oh, I don't like that toy. Mum, can you like go get me another one? Mum, my mum would have done it. Like, don't know, I would have done it for my kid, like, but, I mean, that's kind of me. But I wouldn't have done it. Like, she would have went back in and asked him for a different toy. There was always a Smurfs who was obsessed with them. <laughs> anyway, could you imagine kids being like, nah, mum, I read that story yesterday, get me another one. Yeah, I want a different crime thriller today, please. <laughs> I don't want that one about me, let's say no, not that one today. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, kind of along the same lines of... Um, throwing water each, over each other. In Corfu and Greece, they throw old pots out windows on Easter Sunday. So is that like another... That could be a bit dangerous. But is Greece not also the country that break plates and it gatherings as well? Do they? Yeah, I think so. I think they are, so... 
But could you imagine you just walking down the street and then suddenly like pots and hands <laughs> flying, you're just dodging everything. <laughs> <laughs> that would be worse than the would it be worse than the water? You suppose you wouldn't like Probably more likely to injure yourself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> possibility of becoming unconscious or getting soaked. <laughs> so we've also got a conspiracy theory. Which I kinda went into a bit of detail about this because I really was thinking about this one. And it was kind of one of the most interesting ones I could find. So apparently the Easter Bunny is a capitalist moneymaker that tricks children into eating Easter eggs each year. <laughs> what do you think? Do you believe it or do you not believe it? Like, I don't think he's, you know, intentionally running about trying to make bank off little kids eating Easter eggs, but... Do you think there's someone out there who is the Easter Bunny? Like... Like, they classify themselves as the Easter Bunny. Because you know why there's some folk out there be like, oh, like, I'm Santa. Do you think there's, like, an Easter Bunny person? There has to be. Probably. Someone's probably really, yeah. 100%. Because when I looked into this, right, okay, this is what, this is what I came up with to, like, have two points here. Um, So, the Easter Bunny was first, like, the tradition was first introduced in America in the 1700s with German immigrants. So the children made colourful baskets so the egg laying so the egg laying hair called Osterhass could lay its eggs in here. So the children made these baskets for this egg laying hair, which also when you mentioned earlier about how rabbits and like Easter bunny and eggs matched up. This is when I find this interesting, right? So so then the tradition like spread through America. So I don't know if the theory is maybe that was it a good business move on like the chocolate like chocolate company's behalf when they seen all this like craze going on about this Easter bunny and eggs they thought maybe jump on board jump on board or do you think it was planned by the German immigrants who came to the country and spread the tradition they could have been like chocolate factory owners or like employees I'm just hoping there's someone at like Dairy Milk and Hershey's sitting being like, I've got it. Best marketing plan ever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just fix this all up and we'll make a million. <laughs> I know. It's sitting there like, yeah, Dairy Milk, just like, that's it. That Genius. It. Yeah. Someone probably got a <laughs> very good bonus that year for thinking about that. <laughs> oh, 100%. Like, because when did they first come out? I don't even know. I didn't find that out. But I say it was a good few, like. Were the 1800s or something, would you not say? Well, no, the 1700s, obviously. Because that's when the Easter Bunny tradition first arrived in America. See, something about them, the German immigrants going to America. I'm starting to think, you know, America's big country, business, etc. They had, like, a plan. Like, we're going to get this and we're going to get some dollar. Yeah. they could maybe. It's known for its capital, you know, like, they're easy. Yeah. Easy market to tap there, just wait. Uh-huh. And they just thought, that will get us a few dollars. We go there with our chocolate factory and we'll be like, well, ooh, look, we'll make chocolate eggs and boom. Sorted. But it worked, mm. you know. 300 it years later, still going. If, <laughs> if the conspiracy is right and that's where it came from, I mean, if it's not just a coincidence and there was some thought behind it, like, fair play. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we also asked on Instagram, did anyone have any Easter-related theories or like conspiracies to send in? And we actually got one... It's more so a tradition, actually, and they sent in that in Germany. Actually, guess what it is? On German... I'm going to have to say this, so I leave out, like, a blank. 
It is illegal to bleep on Good Friday in Germany. Um, to throw your pots and pans out the window? Because you <laughs> do that. <laughs> you do that on like war, uh, Greece. In Greece. <laughs> no, it's illegal. It's illegal to dance in public on Good Friday in Germany. That's really like, bizarre. So it's legal to like throw pans like you're putting the splash <laughs> people water and go around dressed as a white But if you dance. <laughs> but if you dance in Germany. Oh wait, it was German immigrants that brought the Easter egg. Do you think? Nah, that doesn't really, there's no relation there. I'm just going to give it up. Their there's lack no of relation. dancing, they, they needed some because they were all focusing on <laughs> selling Easter eggs to the yes, Americans. Yes, they were. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't have, like, that would blow their, like, cover and you couldn't be out dancing on popular. So that is all from us this week. So thanks so much for joining me, Lauren. Thanks for having me. It was very fun. It was indeed. Um, <laughs> I think we enjoyed all our little facts we have along the way. Some good conspiracies there. Yeah, uh-huh, <laughs> definitely. Though we will not have episodes uploaded over the Easter break, be sure to keep an eye on our Instagram as we'll still be posting regular content on our stories and group posts. So in the meantime, take care. Bye. Bye.